Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. G'day, welcome to the show. Osher Ginsberg here. Thank you so much for being a part of it. This is the podcast. This is this is it. Sometimes it's guests and they sit here in the studio with me. Sometimes it's just me. And when it's just me, uh, I tend to just have a chat with you. And I sometimes just talk about just doing the work because I think it's important. I never heard conversations about what it was to do the work when I wasn't doing very well. And I think it's important. I, I, I needed to hear those kind of conversations when I wasn't doing well. And so I, I'm trying to have those kind of conversations because you can't be what you can't see. Because the work's important. Just like you don't accidentally get six-pack abs or you don't accidentally summit Mount Kilimanjaro. Both of those achievements take work, daily mindful work. And both of those things, depending on your values, obviously, are well worth the work. And so is good mental health. You don't accidentally get good mental health. It takes work. And I'm not talking about not experiencing bipolar episodes, though that is a good thing, that is good mental health. If you're anxious or depressed, both of those things in benign forms can be normal responses to the stresses of life. But if those things are starting to affect your choices and affect how you behave towards other people, maybe you're getting short, maybe you're getting cranky, maybe you're making rash financial decisions, then that is poor mental health affecting you and affecting the people that love you and the people you're trying to care about. And this week, I most definitely had some of those feelings. Try very, very hard to change the way that I made decisions, particularly large career decisions. When I get anxious or depressed, uh, and those things happen to me all the time, don't think they don't. Um, I'm just way better at handling them now. It's not like the problems go away. I just get way better at dealing with the problems. I do my best to minimize problems by not putting myself in situations where problems arise, but yeah, you get the idea. Because those things happen to me all the time, and when they start, that's when rigid thinking begins to creep into my way of being. Now, bear in mind, I had to learn all these things and have them pointed out to me even when I did not want them pointed out to me because I did not believe that they were true. When I was first trying to get better, it was, it was the world's fault. It had nothing to do with how I was choosing to see things. I would personalise everything. And I do. I personalise everything when I'm not doing well. I'm the reason that someone isn't responding to an email. It's because of something that I particularly did or said or wrote or how they feel about me. It's got nothing at all to do with the fact that they are a very, very busy person with a family. And just because the message is an important one for me, they probably have way more important things to attend to and they will get to me soon enough and it'll be fine. That's just one sign that rigid thinking is, is starting to happen when I'm not having a great moment. And the signs that rigid thinking is starting to sneak into my day are obvious to me now, but I ignored them so much uh, early on. The, those reasons, those things that were happening were as real to me as water is wet. For a start, I can slip into a thing called all or nothing thinking. So if I made a mistake trying to do something, I would decide and feel very 
profoundly feel truly that everything about my life was a mistake. And that starts to become something called overgeneralization. The idea that because I made this one mistake, I will always make mistakes. This is a never-ending pattern of defeat. Why should I ever try? And that's the catastrophization that then piles on top now because I made this mistake when I go to try to do something else. I won't even start that thing because I've played out in future. I can see exactly, like, I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to make a mistake. It's going to fuck up. People hate me. I won't even start. Uh, because everything is chaos. And as far as I'm concerned, there's absolutely no possible other way that things could turn out the way that I'm imagining. Uh, <laughs> how can I possibly be with not getting an answer from that email? The uncertainty and the unpredictable nature of this moment from this person not emailing me back, it becomes too much to bear. I'm checking the inbox every five minutes because uncertainty uh, signals that some sort of change is going to have to happen, change from either a status quo or even just change to what I was expecting to happen. And when I'm getting rigid in my thinking, change or well, the idea of change is unbearable. So I start searching for certainty. And this is tricky stuff. It all kind of happens in order. I start searching for certainty. I start searching for something to hold on to, anything at all that looks uncertain, or, or imperfect, is difficult to live with, impossible to be with. So I, I just start looking for perfection. And of course, I never find it. And that can leave you in a very vulnerable place around being manipulated because you start looking for someone who sounds like they've got it together. That's another story altogether. But it also, it makes you punished to be around because nothing's ever good enough. The dishes are never in the right spot. The socks are never, you're like, nothing's ever correct. All right. And you can start to be a real asshole. In my case, I can start to be a real asshole. And so when I start reacting to people, particularly people that I care about from that place of perfectionism, of, you know, being really agitated and, you know, nothing's okay and all that kind of shit, their response, quite rightly, is quite agitated because this perfectionist asshole is seeing the situation through a lens of doom and paranoia. They're just being them their response is probably one of distancing, probably matching frustration, if I've been doing it long enough, possibly anger. And boom, my position is justified, around I go. All those feelings are now real, all right? Not a good place to be for me. Rigid thinking is not good. For me, it's an early sign of much bigger problems. And I know enough now to know that when it starts, I need to really get a handle on it because unchecked, I can get into a lot of trouble. Uh, thankfully, there are ways around this stuff, and it's all to do with adjusting your preferences. Now, I'm I'm on a Mac. I use a Macintosh computer uh, because I'm a wanker. And on Apple computer, every application, no matter what it is, whether it's Photoshop or Premiere or Final Cut or Reaper or Word or whatever, it's command comma that brings up the preferences. I don't know what it is in Windows, but there'll be a thing that you check your preferences, okay? Every application on Mac, command, comma, brings up the preferences window. It's the, I don't know, say you're trying to print something, right? It's the one that command, comma, preferences, brings up where you're able to choose portrait or landscape or A4 or fool's cap, which is a very strange name for a piece of paper. Um, and by being present to the, I guess, the rigid rules or the expectations which are causing me discomfort, if I'm just start to become aware of them, I can soften the rigidity around those things by opening up my preferences and having a look at why things aren't working. 
because that's what you do when your birthday party invites aren't coming out the right way, you know? You want to leave them all in a pile of daycare. You want to get in there and adjust some preferences. So it starts by looking at some things where, the, I guess the way to look at it is if you're using the word must, have to, ought to, should is the big one. Should and must. This should be the way or you should always do this or you shouldn't treat me like that or should, 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 should. Or must, must, must. If you're using words like that to describe why you're feeling shitty, that is a clue that you have some sort of rigid thinking going on. In my example, I've made a mistake. I must never make a mistake. I should know how to do this perfectly the first time, every time. So what's a way that I can adjust that to a preference? I prefer to get things right quickly, but if it takes a few times, I know I'll be okay. Failure is a part of learning. Humans are fallible. Humans make mistakes. I'd prefer to start this new thing knowing it will turn out well. However, if I start it and it doesn't turn out how I planned, I know that I'll at least learn a lot from the things not working the way I'd like them to have worked out. And dealing with the uncertainty of an email uh, not coming, all right? I'd, I'd prefer if that person wrote back with an answer quickly. Just checked. I just fucking checked. <laughs> looked at my screen. However... I know I'll be okay, and if that email doesn't come, it means that the particular thing isn't happening, and that's okay. There's a way that me and the team on that particular project can move forward, and it'll be all right. And when it comes to dealing with change, I prefer to not have to change plans. However, if I think about it, I've always been okay in the past when I've needed to change plans, sometimes I even delight in the surprise of the unexpected. And it's usually always better than I think it will be. And when I'm looking for perfection or certainty, I can prefer some semblance of certainty, but I know I live in a chaotic universe and unpredictable outcomes are the very nature of physics. And the collision of everything from particles to ideas can and often does produce unpredictable outcomes. So while I prefer certainty or perfection, I'm okay with imperfection and I can make do and perhaps even have better outcomes from the unpredictable nature of the universe. Look, it takes work and it's hard because you don't get to be blaming anyone or anything. Because if I blame someone or something about my shitty feeling, then it I don't have to accept any responsibility for it and I can make it somebody else's fault. But then I have no control over it. I'm at the whim of something else. But if I take responsibility for it and if I accept that I choose my own responses, even when I don't like my own responses, what happens is that I have a lot more agency about things, a lot more space, a lot more flexibility. And in fact, I, I actually feel more in control when I take charge of what I prefer. Now, like I said, it's work, but nothing that is worth striving for doesn't come without work. And the work I do on stuff like this, every time I do it, it becomes more and more automatic. And after a while, I have new preferences, even when I'm really stressed, even when the email's not coming in. So whatever you're doing, ask yourself, what is giving me the shits at the moment? Something that I'm describing with the word should. 
It should be like this. It shouldn't be like that. That guy should hurry up. You should not do this. Take a few breaths. Put a bit of space between you and the cranky feeling, then start to explore. What is some rigid thinking that is coming up around that? What's coming up there that's kind of pushing me to make a choice or say some words or an action that isn't in accordance with my values and might even make the situation that I'm in worse. And then check what kind of rigid thinking you've got around that thing that you could replace with just a preference, knowing that no matter what, you'll be able to figure it out. I'd love to know how you go. Thanks for listening. We're doing gigs in Melbourne. Oh yeah, we are. Tickets are on sale right now. Links are in the show notes. I'll see you back here on Monday. Who's our guest on Monday? Oh my God, Brad Guy is our guest on Monday. Brad fell out of a plane and survived. It's an incredible story. Uh, certainly an amazing story about getting help and help seeking. And I'm really thrilled that he came around because it was a freaking good chat. Uh, thanks to everyone that helped me make the show today. Thank you, Andy Maher on audio and video post, Abby Benno who produced the show, Toe Hider on the music, Ben and Monica at OGTV for keeping the lights on. If you need me, you find me on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm everywhere. Tell your mates, subscribe, rate, do whatever you got to do. Look after yourself. I'll see you Monday. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.